Hello everybody and welcome to episode 32 of Battle Tagged. I'm your host Cinder and I am joined as always by Nero and Claw. How are you guys? Good. Yeah. Good. Good. We've had like a, a problematic starting. <laughs> this is our third try yeah. right yep. now. And Claw's mic stand just exploded and yep, it's been quite the drama, hasn't it? Okay, so what happened? Beginning the first attempt, there was like a three <laughs> second delay between... It was. Between us all talking, or me and Cinder, and you had joined us. <laughs> then- yes, but hang on, hang on. You do have to you have to point out that you were thinking it was normal because I'm on painkillers right now. <laughs> I just thought you were delayed. just a bit slow. I was a bit slow. <laughs> We've all been there. It's okay. <laughs> and then take two. The ping issue was resolved. Neuro joins us, but my mic was messed up. <laughs> Who knows what Something happened? Something happened with it. I don't know. It's fixed now. But it it became godly weird. at one point. Yeah, it did. It was amazing. Was I like in space or something? <laughs> it just hello. There's a reverb after when you spoke, so it's like, it was. It's like <laughs> I am the god. Yeah, exactly. It was like the the Wizard of Oz. Yes, you know, like I am the great and powerful Oz. <laughs> it was really good. You should have stayed and done some impressions like that. We could have had perfect yeah, truth. It, yeah, <laughs> it would be quite dramatic indeed. Yeah. And then on the third attempt, as I'm like logging into the thing we use, my mic stand just decides to go and just launch it half an, half an hour away. The spring that just goes. <laughs> Did you just say half an hour away? Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It just... You have a time traveling broken stand. Yeah. I had to walk half an hour Bend to go get space and wow. to <laughs> keep your microphone up anymore. <laughs> Oh, well. oh dear. We're here. We're here now. We are and here. we're going to talk about how to be safe online and stuff because, you know, it's a big deal. It's an important thing. And one of the big triggers was the recent uh, changes to Battle.net with the Facebook integration and finding friends and stuff. So we're going to talk about that in detail in our main bit of the topic. But before we get into that, why don't you guys let us know what you've been up to? Uh, Claw, you go first. Um, actually, I've fallen into another lull with WoW, so oh. I've just uh, been, been struggling to find things to do. I'm enjoying raiding. I've gone to Beast Mastery now. Okay. But outside of raiding, I don't have too much interest going on. Yeah. So you're you're a bit cross at the moment. I get the impression. Mm. Just based on tweets and stuff that you've posted uh, online lately. With the tweets lately. It's not so much with the game my problem, it's the people. Oh, it's people. Oh, yes, it's always people. That's more in the greater community of things. Just people mm. seem to be dumb and care too much about <laughs> inconsequential matters. How dare yeah. dumb people play WoW. Damn it. <laughs> dumb people can play WoW all they want. Just keep the dumb away from me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get it on me. Uh-huh. It's sticky. It's, it's touching me. But when I have been playing, we've been making good progress. Uh, we ended up killing Gudan on Heroic on Sunday night. Was, it, and in typical Deadline fashion, it was like the second pull yeah. after <laughs> spending like an entire night yep. essentially on it the week before. Yeah. Of course. So, of course. 
yeah, hopefully... That's awesome, congrats. Hopefully we're going to start doing Mythics in the next, well, week or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I've been playing games on Steam, Ark, Rust, and The Witcher 3. Nice. Uh, but, yeah, that's been my last few weeks. Oh. Nero. Me? I also killed mm. Gul'dan in Heroic this week. Cause oh I my was god, well. it's like oh you guys god. are in the same <laughs> yeah, team. Yeah, it's like I was in the same raid wow. and everything. No. <laughs> um, I actually killed Gul'dan twice this week, which was interesting. Oh, yeah, in Heroic. Um, so I got to roll twice and get nothing, so that was fun. Um, <laughs> twice the rejection. Yeah, like, yay, AP, I need that, but no, I want my trinket. <laughs> yeah. no, I want that one ungodly trinket that's just in there. Like, everything else can just... I can just get from Mythic Plus. You know, I don't need to actually go and raid anyone to get gear. All I need is that one trinket. That's it. Your DPS thing is a DPS yes, trinket. Yes, it is a DPS trinket, yes. Oh, um, what does it do? Um, it's like a haste trinket. It's the one that drops off Gul'dan for, for casters. Mm. So it has a ridiculous okay. haste proc, which is amazing. Um, nice. And there's a few other ones. Like healing for us. Uh, yeah. Mm, I had like to tell when... Z that I wasn't healing at Gul'dan, though. But she wrote about she wrote about that in her blog, so you can read that. Like. <laughs> that that's like, we killed it. That's the important thing. That's yeah, and we three healed it because one of the healers nice. died early in the fight. Um, nice. Yeah, so that was fun. Um, not getting the trinket. Um, yeah, the, I just <laughs> want to talk about that for a bit. So, how does it <laughs> feel about gear? Like how about their sets and stuff getting from Nighthold? Because. I've been kind of like, eh, I don't really care what I'm getting as long as it's high eye level. You know, there's nothing really exciting that I w- really wanted, except for that one trick. And as soon as I get the trick, <laughs> I'll be like, so I don't need any gear. This is fun. I'm just going to come for AP. You know, and uh, yeah, that's how I feel. I'm definitely in need of my force. It's a huge increase for Beast Mastery Hunters. Mm. It like, reduces the, uh, increases the amount of time that gets reduced on Beastial Wrath every time you use Dire Beast. So it allows me to use Beastial Wrath more, yep. which, mm. like, I've been looking at the logs and it's huge, the difference the four-piece makes. Yeah. I, th- I think that's the some of the cases as well. Like, either the, the tier set's bonuses are really, really good or they're just kind of like, mm, I don't really care either way. You know, that's, well, mm. the one for my Resto Shaman, I wasn't overly excited about it. So basically on the four set, I believe, oh, now I'm ch- testing myself, but one either two or four set, basically every time I trigger tidal waves, mm-hmm. it reduces the cooldown on my healing stream totem. Okay. And that sounds boring as, right? I'm like, okay, goody. Except when you realise that you can, because I'm running Echo of the Elements, I can just chain healing stream totem after another, sometimes overlapping them to having more than one down at a time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know what? That's actually really cool. And what I wanted to do um, at some point, I just haven't had a chance to do it. I want to have a play around with how that works in conjunction with the cloudburst totem Hmm. proc uh, talent rather um and see how they might be able to work together because it would be nice if i could have a healing stream totem down at the same time as cloudburst not because it will feed it but just i like that there's that casual healing going off at all the time yeah i just like it always being there so it ended up being a lot nicer than i expected i'm exceptionally lucky in that i have all six pieces of my tier tier set spread across heroic and mythic so i'm pretty set plus i got the trinket that i wanted really early on 
um, on our first heroic star auger kill. Yep. Nice. And I got it Titan Forged, so it's pretty Sweet. good. Nice. And mm-hmm. uh, the other trinket I've got is the um, legendary one. Oh. So I'm I'm okay. I just now I'm I'm at this point now where I'm like, cool, mythic gear is um what I want for most of it, though some of it won't need to be replaced unless it's actually got a socket in it. Okay. So Yeah. So that's interesting. See, the thing with the why I'm saying that I'm not really worried about the, the my four set, because I'm particularly talking about balance where mm. um it, it, it the two set increases the damage that you do to targets that have dots on it based on just your regular hard casting abilities by a certain amount. It's not very much. Um, and then the four set is every time you um, use Star Surge, uh, you get extra critical chance um, against those same targets with your single target abilities. So it's all very single target basic rotation damage increase mm. but it's not a drastic like it's not anything where it reduces the cooldowns of major abilities or um gives you know extra procs or anything along those lines it's more of just it a doesn't flat alter stat. your play style yeah it's just a flat mm. stat kind of yes it is an increase but it's not you know yeah. and the, the reason i say it's not as good is because a lot of the fights are actually very aoe orientated and my single target dps is not very i'm not even star searching at all so my force set is essentially useless for some fights so yeah it's kind of me yeah it's okay but not the greatest and where does crit if it if it boosts your crit where does crit stand on your um stat priority lowest really yeah haste mastery and then crit after that it's weird then inverse is crit the same as crit yep <laughs> so yeah it, it, it increases single target because it gives me extra crit which i don't stack so but the you know, the damage increase from having crit is not stupidly high. So, yeah. See, that to me just seems like a weird thing to get then. Yeah. If it's not mm-hmm. a stat that you're using a lot, why yeah. it, do they do they want you to be using that it's more? Just like, the, it's not actual flat crit. It's the crit chance or whatever it is. So like yeah. it increases the crit, whatever, you know, I don't know how it works really. Mm. I haven't really paid much attention to it. All I know is if I do my single target rotation, it increases the chance of doing stuff, you know, just damage. So, yeah, it wasn't too exciting to get. That's the only thing that I have against it. And Resto is Resto. The two set's really strong, but the four set's kind of bad. Okay. Yeah. The the four set, it has a 1.5% chance to proc um, on a tick of your rejuve for every rejuve that you have. And then that places another rejuve on another target. Does that make sense? So if I have one rejuve down, it ticks away, and then it has a 1.5% chance every time it ticks. If I have two rejuves up on two different people, then I have twice as many ticks, so it has twice as many chances. So yeah. if, I, if I put it on the whole raid, then I have you know a fair chance of getting an extra proc. The thing about yeah. it is, is that it goes to a random target and it's not heal, mm. you know, it's not smart heal. It just goes on whoever randomly. Yeah. So it's not very useful unless everybody's taking damage or, you, you know, so it's only really useful for mythic raiding kind of like heavy AOE situations where it will come into effect every other time it's kind of just wasted. No, you are raiding with us. You know that we are always taking damage, right? <laughs> no, it's just... No, no, no. Someone's always standing one, in something. There's one person that doesn't take a lot of damage all the time. Uh, that's Matt, because he takes a lot of damage at once and dies. And yeah, exactly. Damage. He avoids the little bit. So, so, there's not even a... Like, I don't even get... <laughs> 
So, also, okay, t- speaking of damage taken and stuff like that, I've been looking at the logs for our good and kill, and uh, the healing that was done to me, mm-hmm. I did the most of it. Yeah, <laughs> standing in the middle, like the farthest reaches of the map, just healing yourself. That's the, that's the thing. Well, that, I. Oh, I'm going and to post. I healed that. you. I remember. I healed oh, yeah, you. Yeah, the other other week. Yeah, because yeah. there was no one else alive to kill. Because <laughs> we were standing I, in the back of the room without any healers near us. Yeah, but that's just to be fair. We were standing where we, we should have been actually in range of any healers to be healed. So, which is so easy to happen. Like it mm-hmm. get towards the end of that, yeah. it gets to the point where you're just like, I can heal four people. <laughs> and I'm praying that some of the other healers are still alive and they can cover the other people. And even like, especially at that point, it's usually like, yeah, tanks, you're on your own. Um, <laughs> because we've got, uh, we've got our druid tank who's really uh, self-sufficient. Got so and, many cooldowns. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Thor is actually back to tanking for us right. and he's on his demon hunter and he's just insane. Like, they're like the new monks, like the way monk tanks used to be where they could just heal themselves for anything. He's got two death saves, for goodness sakes. Yeah. So, you know, I'm like, by that point, I'm just like, okay, I'm pretty sure if I chuck a riptide on you guys as often as I can, you're going to be fine. That can be so- I'm just going to leave this totem over here that I can keep up forever. Um- yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to hope that, you know, our pally's still alive and that beacon's doing its job. So, <laughs> please. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it's kind of like with the, that fight. It's like there's fire everywhere and there's a group of people mm. and they're all standing in the same spot because they're trying to not stand in the fire. Mm. I don't really want to stand with those people because I know that one of them is going oh, yeah. to get fire and they're going to put yep. it on top of everybody else. Yep. So I'm just well, going to stand it, over it, here instead. Yeah, because the, the fire will, like, it'll spawn a pool underneath people if they get hit by it as well. So if everyone's there, it's just going to be like boom. Yeah. Yep. It's a bit it's a bit daft. So, yeah, it's a good fight though. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else this week, Nero? Fortnite, rather? Um, not really. I played a bit of Overwatch as usual. Just quick play. Just had some fun. No, nothing interesting. I tried to do like I don't know if the Heroes of the Storm event's still on. I, I did a yeah. few yeah. matches. Uh, didn't have another fifteen yet. I haven't really felt like it. Like it, it, just Heroes of the Storm doesn't really do it for me. Even and mounts really don't do it for me either. So you can yeah, you can um yeah. Mm. I am surprised at how many people it is doing it for though. Yes, no, lots of people went and did it. Like that's Yeah, funny. it's bonkers. Yeah. I'm just like, wow, I didn't think that this many people really cared about mounts. You'll say you don't, and yet <laughs> you are. Yeah, I'm the only one sticking to my guns. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care about yeah, mounts. I don't, I don't really care about mounts. <laughs> I mean yeah. I wanna do it, I wanna get it. I probably just won't though, because I don't like Heroes of the Storm too much. I'm just not good at it. Oh yeah. I, that's another I, thing, I, sorry. Um myth- yeah, no. mythic pluses. Um, everybody's got lots of gear now and I did 15 plus and I got the time. So I got my achievement and like, I got it last week. And then this week I did a 16 plus in time. Nice. So I was proud of that. So maybe next week That's I'll do awesome. a 17 plus. Just depends on the group though. Yeah. I don't know. How about you guys have been going? Have you been doing mythic plus Cinder? I know that you don't. Have you been trying to? Uh, not this week. I should have this week because apparently it was a super easy week. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, this week was all about digging up a ghost moose and <laughs> uh, running for a love rocket that does not exist and farming love tokens for a love boat and all manner of grinding for things that were not 
related to rating. And right now I'm really grateful that nobody in my rating listens to this podcast because I'd be in so much trouble. <laughs> I really wanted to and Thor's always at me to to do it because especially with him tanking now, he's like, you'll have made it as a tank. It's going to be fine. But I'm like, you just you don't understand how passionately I hate healing dungeons. Mm-hmm. I hate that level of responsibility. I hate the blame that comes with it. I just hate it. Um, if you let me um, hit stuff, I'm okay with that. Like I'll gladly go in as Ellie and chain lightning my bum off, but healing, no. Nah. Yeah, and, and shamans aren't in the best place to heal dungeons. So, oh, nah. like they, they well, I don't feel like they are, but, yeah. you know, I, most of the time I figure I'm just crap, so it's just my own <laughs> no. fault. But it's not I, – I just don't feel – there's times when I don't feel very strong in there mm-hmm. and – yeah, I don't know. I we do fine, but yeah, I don't know. I think I need to have a resto shaman rant at some point. Not in here, <laughs> just on my blog, so that I don't bore you guys with it. But there's a, there's a few things that are starting to irk me at the moment, and um, not terribly bad. Like I'm not going to go. I'm never playing resto shaman again. Just little things, and I'm like, it'd be really great if we're expected to be a walking cooldown to maybe have a bit more utility back then because if I'm, my heals aren't going to be amazing, at least let me contribute in other ways. Mm, okay. So, anyway, sorry. <laughs> Is there anything else that you did this week? Because it's your week turn. Were- yeah, we killed Mythic, Mythic, Scorpy, and Chronomatic Anomaly, and Trillix. Nice. So in one, in one week. And Mythic Guam. Wow. Cool. Yeah. That's impressive. We, yeah, we're really stoked because it, we're, our team's really new. Mm-hmm. The, the guild's all new. Um, we inherited a lot of people from a guild that ended up ending, and they've been really great to have. They're really great performers. They're awesome people. And so they're kind of fitting in really well, but we're all a new team. So it's like, okay, how do we get used to each other? What everyone's strengths and weaknesses are? Who the hell is speaking in voice chat? Because I don't know who they are when they say heal me or dispel me. I'm like, what's your freaking name? (laughs) Um, Anyway, so yeah, it was our first real week of of doing progression type stuff together. So we were really happy to get through. We got got Trilliax, Trilliax down on Wednesday night. And, and then Sunday, like, we were like, okay, we're gonna, we've are got to go in and do Croesus. And they're all looking at the logs and the DPS requirements for Mythic Croesus. And you need, like, at least, I think it's 630k DPS. Wow. Which is pretty intense. That is pretty high. Yeah. Um, and we're not quite there yet. Mm-hmm. So the decision was that we would go back and do Mythic Emerald Nightmare um, and Mythic Trials of Valor for the artifact power. And because there's not that cap on the Titan forging gear anymore, maybe some Titan forged gear will drop that will be better. Um, so yeah, we went into Trials of Valor, um, got Mythic Odin down much a second time, which was great because I, I was getting, I was a little bit like, oh my god, oh my god, because that fight, oh my god, that fight, mm-hmm. it's great, but it just it gives me like so so much stress and freak out. I'm just like, I can't do this. This is terrifying. Anyway, so we did that, and then we went and did Guam. And that was really interesting and so much of us died, but it's not so much of a DPS check anymore. So we just, like, if we lost four people, it's like, oh, we can do this. (laughs) We got this. (laughs) So, yeah, we got him down too, which was cool. So it was really, really good to kind of get to know everybody and and end up performing pretty well in the end. So That's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it though. 
Um, so we'll press on through to the news. Um, basically, general news. Okay, in what cannot be a surprise to anybody, like this cannot come as a surprise, but support for Windows XP and Windows Vista is going to stop, guys. I mean, is, I are you okay it, with I that? I thought XP had already stopped like a while ago. I think it stopped from Microsoft. Yeah. Uh, okay. If you're Sorry. using XP or Vista in 2017, just disconnect <laughs> just your computer from the do internet. Don't do that anymore. Like, don't do that anymore. You cannot have a machine like that connected to the internet. Windows there's ME, a hole, so that doesn't bother me. If someone has found a hole <laughs> in the security of that operating system, oh, yeah, that hole is stuffed. open. That yeah. hole is open. It's never going to get closed. Yeah. So... Yeah, Do it's not, not safe, guys. Well, while we're talking about safety, that's a big one. Don't use out-of-date operating systems, mm-hmm. or especially not ones that are, you know, are no longer supported. So exactly. get off them. Um, and we talked about it last episode, but the Battle.net token changes that were coming up so where you can buy your WoW tokens and spend it for Battle.net balance and all that jazz, that's all now live. So go spend your money. Um, in WoW News, there's been long posts about the Artifact Power Grind. Did you guys read this from Ian Hosokostas? I did. I have not. Please explain to me, Claw. So, right now, once you get to pretty much the Paragon levels, so from 34 onwards, mm-hmm. the increase is pretty linear in terms of the Artifact cost, the uh, Artifact Power cost. So, yeah. it starts at, like, I think 2.1 million, then it's, like, 2.2, and then it goes up pretty much like that and they want to move away from that and make it more exponential because right now people are at level 54 and yep. they have 20 they have 10 percent more health and whatnot than someone who's just reached 34 and that just comes down to time investment and it, they do want there to be a benefit to spending more time in game but that, not that much not, no, not, not that much game. of a yeah. They said that that's roughly a tier. Mm. So they yeah, want to make it more exponential. So when you get your Paragons after 7.2, basically someone who just spends a minimal amount of time in game versus someone who spends all like all the time, but we're talking constant play on both parts, mm. yep. it'll be maybe two or three levels difference between them. So... Do they give a power ratio of what it would be for those two or three levels? Like it'll like still be the same sort of like two percent, three percent difference, or pretty much like if you like 0.5 is what each level is. So mm-hmm. yeah, okay. And I reckon that's fair. And then it also gives people like who have reached 54 now. What what are they doing stuff for? Like what's the point in artifact power apart from yep. uh, off weapons? Mm-hmm. Whereas once they bring this in, you can just go, keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, okay. Okay. I just kind of feel like they said a while ago that they were really surprised at how much people actually farmed for (laughs) artifact power. They didn't expect people to do that, which I thought was a little bit silly, Mm. but, you know, that's fine. I mean, to me, when I looked at the numbers required for what we've got already, I just went, well, I'm not doing that, but here I am. I mean, I'm not grinding it out, but, you know, I'm at, I don't know, 46 traits or something, I think, 47. Um. Which, you know, I'm, I'm happy with that, given that I pumped a whole bunch in my elemental one as well. Um, but 
people went all the way to 54 and yes, they're kind of sitting there not doing anything. I, I, my concern is that even if they do make this change and you're like, they're having these big exponential changes and whatever, like the numbers are just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger, the higher the level you go up. Is that actually going to stop anyone? The example they gave was the way it was at the beginning of Emerald Nightmare. And that was the way that they saw it happening where most people were around the 2021 20, point, whereas the hardcore fellows were about 24. And that's the way they want it to be. They want to keep it the same. Like, they want the people to just be that little bit ahead. Who put Yeah, the but what's going to stop? Like, if, if these people are this hell-bent on getting to 54 already, what is going to stop these people from just continuing to go and getting that big difference in levels anyway. It'll just, because it's exponential, it'll just take longer and longer. Like the expansion okay. will be over before they gain any superior benefits beyond, a, I would say, a 10% difference is what they were aiming for, right? Like 10% is, yeah. is half a tier, so they could be half a tier stronger than everybody else. I want, like, I would really like to have seen them do something a bit more creative because one of the biggest gripes is I hate grinding artifact power from my main spec and having my off spec so out of, you know, behind. And maybe, like, I would like to have seen them maybe put a cap still, like, even if it was 54, but change it to not be a 10% difference. Like, obviously, the amount of power that you get from that is the problem, not necessarily the cap number. But if there was a hard cap, anything that you earned above and beyond that could actually be fed into off-spec. Well, with it being exponential, let's just say using the current system. Like, with this current system, using but with the exponential growth, you get to maybe 36, 37 but by that point, all right, you could throw three levels in the you know, off weapon and it'll probably be less than to get to the next level. For your main yeah, level. I mean, look, sorry, I, I should have said alts are not off spec because obviously you can put your artifact power in whatever you want to. Yeah. But I just like the ability to share your artifact power around to other weapons other characters if you want to i don't know i just i feel like there should be but then maybe if they did the that artifact then knowledge fixes have alleviated that like adding yeah. in that boa thing yeah. yeah they did say they were going to do more around that though because they didn't feel mm. like it was enough um, well they are going to i agree that it's helped though yes yeah i mean if you send one of those level 21s to a fresh old <laughs> They get one piece of artifact power and it gives them, oh, like, yeah. 10, it's, 20 it's, levels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is great. That's the thing, though. Um, the, the amount of time in game, though, is going to be roughly the same when we when you get your alt to level 25, you know, percent, whatever the percentage is for artifact power gain. Mm. To get them up to get, fi- like, 34 or 54, like, it's going to be the same amount of time that it took your main to get to the same point, so... It's still either either way that your alts are always going to be drastically behind, especially with such a big power gap in place at the moment. So. Yeah, but isn't isn't that like I I don't know about you guys, but I at the moment feel guilty every time I log into an alt because I feel like this is time that I could be spending on my main, who could potentially get a legendary. Oh, that happened this week. I got a legendary on Sunday night from killing Mythic Xavius. 
And I was so excited until I saw that it was for my elemental spec because I'd forgotten to change it back to resto because I keep having to switch between Ellie and resto. I keep it in resto for the kill in case I get a legendary and then I change it to Ellie to loot the boss because I need elemental stuff and I forgot to change it back. So I got myself a shiny elemental trinket, which is great. Don't get me wrong. Like, oh, my God, tiny violins, you got a legendary boohoo. But I'm like, I really want my gloves. <laughs> anyway, Cinder, did I don't you know, see my post about legendaries? <laughs> How many legendaries do you have, Cinder? Four. So you have four on your one character, like across X. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have two that two that are, are resto specific. One that is uh, DPS. So that trinket, except I can actually use that while I'm healing. Is that the kill? So Jayden it'll one? be. Sorry, what? the kill Jaden one. Yeah. Holy crap! That is a good trinket. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, and that's why I'm like, what a bitch. You can't believe you're having a sook about that. <laughs> but I just there's some resto ones that I still want. But it's actually going to come in really handy for fights that have a really tight DPS check like Croesus, where if I can actually use that because the stats on it are still awesome, I can use that and pump damage regularly into the boss and help with that. So, um, okay. But speaking of legendaries, there was a post again this week about how um, legendaries are actually acquired in game and how it's changed a bit from how things were before, which had changed from how things were a bit before as well. Um, basically the general message that I got was don't pay any attention to the online tools that tell you when you think you're going to get your next legendary because they're not doing it right. Is that what everyone else got from it? Uh, I sort of skipped yes. over the post well, and got caught up. Oh, okay. People were That's just fine. trying to predict based on, like, previous data. Like, they were just collecting yeah. a lot of data about how they dropped and when and, and what, yeah. what area it was and all that kind of stuff, and they were trying to predict. So, and, mm. yeah, they've changed it again, so any data they did collect was potentially useless so that's what they were yeah. saying just don't waste your time on on that kind of stuff because you won't get a good yeah. answer from it i think basically the they were saying that the chances of you getting your third legendary are exactly the same as your chances of getting your eighth legendary whereas um i think people were thinking it was different to that i don't know it they all starts being numbers so i don't know why people would thought differently because people don't listen to things and they get cranky I think it should have been four legendaries. Like, it should have been a fast track to four legendaries. Because then you have two for at least two specs. Because if you have three specs, then that's only one legendary per spec and then a fourth one that's random, you know? But that's assuming that you get ones that are spec specific because, like, the first one that I got was not rested. Or as in, you know, it has a potential to be a global across, you know, the neck piece or the ring or whatever the case. And then Mm. one for every spec. If you're a druid, you've got four different specs. If you want to play them all, you're not going to have any legendaries for one of them probably. So Mm. it's just, it doesn't. Oh, it's I just, think the fact that it, it's you're a, always going no to want piece of gear that's getting overlooked. Like, it may not be your best in slot, like min maxing, but it's a nine forty piece of gear. Yeah, mm. it's a stat. Yep, stat stick, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah people are complaining about getting a nine forty piece of gear just by doing yeah. regular content. They're doing anyway. Yeah, that's my biggest issue with it. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree with you. I do agree with you. That's why I'm like, you know, what a sook I am. I understand that I'm being, like, I I think I was just really tired at the time. And I'm just like, <laughs> my life sucks. I wasn't really that bad, I, but yeah. I'm okay with you being upset because you're in the wrong spec because that yeah. that's a little bit different. But, like, someone complained because they got the neck or the ring. Yeah. It's like, yeah. 
It's like, what's on your legendary? Ah, shit. I don't even want it. It's like, great. Well, then give it to someone else, you ingrateful bastard. I don't have a spec-specific one for Beast Mastery, so I'm using the helm that gives me... Well, yeah. I'm using the helm that gives me health back when I feign death and the Mm -hmm. neck, so I've got my shield. Yeah. Nice. Yep. It's good. It helps. Mm. In raiding. Both of them. Never die. Potentially. No, I, if you want to look at our logs, Nero, you'll see that I was feigned de- deathing, like, almost on cooldown. Because <laughs> it's a 20% heal right there. That's amazing, though. That's re- No wonder you don't need any healing. That, no, like, yeah, I know that. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, talk about survivability. That's really cool. Yeah, they probably saw that hunters need it because hunters don't get heals. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're all standing so freaking far away. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we'll press on because we haven't even got to our topic yet. Um, okay, so the Exorcist, Exorcist won the Guild, uh, the um, Nighthold raid race, so yay to Exorcist. Yeah. And they put their kill video out, which I watched, and I'm just like, oh, my God, that was so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was very good. Um, Nighthold is now guaranteed to drop artifact power, which is also really cool because Emerald Nightmare does not do that, as we discovered the other night. Mm-hmm. Um so that's nice. And in, yeah, raid races and stuff, Midwinter and from scratch and some other people that I couldn't quite remember have all decided to retire from doing the world first race, which always happens. So all the people going, oh, my God, the race is over and raiding is dying. Are just like, no, uh, those, this is just what happens. still want to do it within those guilds, we'll just go into other guilds. That's exactly know? right. It'll just, yeah. just be yeah. different guilds the race. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's it. So I wish all those guilds the very best, not that any of them are going to be listening, but, you know, good luck to them. I hope they enjoy their rest because they do deserve it. It's been a pretty hard slog. Yeah. Yeah. Hearthstone. Yeah. Do you want to talk about a claw? Uh, I haven't been paying too much attention to it myself, but I can just get into it. So Mm. they're rotating out a few more of the expansions and adventures as what they've decided to do, moving them onto Wild. Uh, so Blackrock Mountain, the Grand Tournament, and League of Explorers are all going to Wild. They call them this the Year of the Mammoth. I didn't look why. <laughs> I don't know why. I remember last year's was the Kraken, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, they've stated it's that- like, It's like the, the Lunar New Year's where they've got, you know, the Year of the Monkey and the yeah. Year of the Pig and all of that. So. But it's, uh, yeah, it's like through the, the WoW sort of version. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, they've stated that there's not going to be an adventure this year, but there's going to be three expansions. Hmm. I'm wondering why that is. I, I'm wondering if it's still there, there was an explanation for it. Um, I just grabbed little bits and pieces because I was running out of time. But I think there was a bit of an explanation around why they were doing that. And they have said that the second and third will have, like, little playable story or something. So okay. it'll be kind of like an adventure. It, I, it could be. I don't know. I'm me personally. I'm actually a little disappointed because I buy the adventures every time. I don't do the expansions. Yeah, well, expansions really like are stuff, the biggest cash cow. That's why I think maybe yeah. it's more about money. Than maybe, anything. maybe, or it might be to do with the meta as well, since they're having to phase them out. I don't know. Mm. You know, it could be a long term decision. Don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. Well, they also they're phasing out expansions as well. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because they got rid of like gadgets, but. Catches gnomes, goblins, and gnomes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see three hundred and thirty card expansions. So that's a lot of cards in the course of a year. Mm. 
Yeah, it so really is. Three by one hundred and thirty. Yeah. Or is it a, okay? Wow, that's a lot of cards. Yeah. So that'll happen. Yes. Dev Q and A has happened, has it? It will. It's due to it, um, by the time oh, this okay. comes out, oh, it yeah, will have happened because it's due for the twenty first, which we, is technically today for us. We should have mentioned as well that there's going to be a wow Q and A. Oh yes, I forgot that. Is that this Thursday? Yeah. So this Thursday. Or is that te- that's technically Friday, isn't it? Yeah, so, our Friday. Yeah. yeah. So there'll be a Q and A. I think it's Ian has a Costas again, and mm-hmm. be interesting to see what he's got to talk about this time. What comes up? Mm. Cool. And moving on to Heroes of the Storm, Neuro. Heroes of the Storm, because I love it so much, and I really. <laughs> <enjoy it. laughs> Um, and yeah, damn those mounts. Okay. Um, no, no, everybody got into it. Lots of people were playing it. Um, I played with a few friends. Um, I was there with, uh, Z and I think it was Wing the Quick. Is Wingy, that? yeah. Yeah. So, um, they were doing it as well and I got to play with them for a bit. That was fun. Nice. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, the promo, essentially it's going to end on March 14. Um, and then Lucio is in there as well. I didn't get to play any of Lucio. I don't know if you guys did. We, I played against him. Played against him? Yeah. Yeah, because we were just, I went in with, um, on our girls' night on Saturday night, which was good fun. So we went in there, we knocked out 10 of the matches. Nice. And we just played against AI. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Lucio was in the AI. And so that was kind of fun. Cool. Cool. All right. Yeah. And we got Overwatch. Yeah. So has the season just finished? Is that right? Again, 21st, which is today for us. Okay. So by the time so this comes out, reset. it'll have been done. Okay, yeah. cool. Yep, I was wondering about that. I saw a few people in competitive today. I was like, why are they playing Yeah. That's weird. What? <laughs> um, yeah, there's a few things that they're doing. They're always kind of doing stuff with Overwatch, the same as all their other games. So uh, the server browser option is really exciting, kind of like if you played a shooter before. Uh, like Battlefield or something, where there's just a list of servers where people create custom games with, you know, random or funny, you know, play types kind of thing. Uh, so that sounds so cool yeah, to me. It's actually going to, like, it's where things like ARAMs came from in League of Legends. You know, it's kind of just a customizable place where we're going to be given the freedom to change whatever we like. So make Lucio's knockback go across to... the map or something, you know, yeah. like, ridiculous, <laughs> you know, and just like, yeah, it'll be funny, funny stuff. I was I was listening to Lagging Balls today and they were talking about this and they had done one where the rules were that it was like a boss fight mm-hmm. and so it was one versus six yep. and the one player had like insane amounts of health insane amounts of damage, <laughs> all of this other stuff. And so one person got to be a, a boss yeah. and everyone else had to defeat the boss. Uh, I'm like, that's just, that sounds really cool. I love that idea of doing that. So. Just a massive yeah. roadhog. <laughs> just be <it's> so silly. <laughs> he really can hook you from across the other side of the map. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so, having numb flashbacks. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, so... Oh dear. All right, so we're on the All topic right. of the week finally. Wow. We had a few yeah, things to talk about, I guess, just in general I stuff. Know. Well, you know, this is what happens because we, you know, we take two weeks to speak to each other and there's lots of things that we talk about. Mm-hmm. It's good fun. Um, okay, so we're going to talk about, you know, how to be safe and stuff online 
and how to be a bit sensible about things and what to do if you're getting a little bit screwed over. So um, the trigger for this was the Battle.net and Facebook integration and people have been concerned about it because of some changes that ended up happening. So when this, sorry, when I say the Facebook integration, bearing in mind, if you connected your Facebook account to your Battle.net previously last year to get the streaming stuff going on, you've already had all of this stuff happen. So hopefully you're not freaked out now all of a sudden because that's happened. (laughs) Um, the stuff that got added in the last week or so is a uh, suggest friends of friends from Facebook. Mm-hmm. So um, I can be on there and if I wasn't friends with you guys, it might come up as a suggested person because you're friends of friends that I have, you know, so that makes sense. Yeah. The reason why it's problematic for some people is that one of the other changes that also happened was that if you had um, used Real ID enabled, it automatically across the board displayed your real name even if you'd only shared your real name with a handful of people through Battle.net. Does that make sense? I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So right now if I were to log on, are you in, I'm going to log on. Yeah. Where are you? Um, Oh, see, no, you might have it turned off. So this is the thing is that you can actually turn Real ID off. Okay, I've not turned on though. So what happens if you look at me? Yeah, see, yours still says Chlorothor. That's really interesting because mine definitely changed. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what the deal is. Anyway, the, it's, it is changing for some people. People have reported seeing real names all of a sudden and going, uh, what the hell? Um, and it's then problematic because if you're then showing up as friends of friends in other people's lists, your name's just getting flashed around the place. And so people have been really concerned about that. So... Um, does that does that make sense? Yeah, sort of. I mean, I'm not seeing it here right now. There is an option because... within the Battle.net app to hide friends' real ID, so that could be an option that needs to be selected. Yeah, well, that's um, the bit that I've got under here is that, um, yeah. So you can turn it off. Like, you can turn real ID off. You don't have to have that turned on. And you can also turn off suggest me that as friends of friends you can turn that off as well, yeah. which is really helpful because um, I've done that. So firstly, if you don't want to connect your Battle.net to Facebook, pro tip, don't do that shit, man. <laughs> you don't need to. It's not compulsory. You're not going to get anything out of it. If you don't want your Facebook friends to know that you play WoW 24-7, you know, don't do it. There's, you're not missing out on anything. You won't be able to stream and you won't be able to share via Facebook and that's fine. Obviously, that's your choice and no one's saying that you have to do this at all. Same with the Twitter integration. You don't have to do that. If you don't like it, don't do it. Um, if you do want to have the Facebook integration but you don't want your real name displayed anywhere and everywhere, you need to turn Real ID off, like, in, like enabling it, turn that off. So you can do that by logging on to Battle.net website and choosing Manage My Games. And in the settings area, you can go to Communication Preferences. And there's two options under the Privacy heading. One of them is a box that says Enable Real ID. And so if you tick that box, then Real ID will be enabled and people will be able to see your name and stuff. If you don't want that, don't tick the box. If you do want that, you can tick the box. The other one is the suggest me to friends of friends option. So if that is ticked, you will show up in friends of friends lists as somebody that um, 
the other person may want to be friends with. If you don't want random people following you, then don't tick that box either. I just want to point out, if you've got Real ID on and then you turn it off, I'm fairly certain you'll lose your Real ID friends. Okay. Oh, okay. So don't just randomly do it because even when you reactivate it, I'm pretty sure you've still lost those Real ID friends. Okay. Okay. I'd heard something along those lines, but I didn't know if that was just people freaking out. Potentially. No, I, I think it's something I read on the forums a while back. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, just be mindful of that. Um, oh, that's actually a really good point. Let me see. Yeah. Ah, no. Mm, yeah, I don't know. That's weird. My, I do have somebody, like I've turned mine off and I do have somebody on there who is only um, like through Real ID and they are still there. So it's yeah, it's a little bit weird. Some, you know, I think the inconsistencies I think make people freak out Maybe. even more, which is fair enough. Um, I just like to play it safe. So They may have changed it, really. so I don't know. Yeah. They may have. The only downside, this is the part where I'm a bit disappointed, where if you turn off Real ID, you stop being able to use the Twitter integration. And that one bugs me because my Twitter account, pro tip, I'm not actually named Cinder. And that is a completely, <laughs> and it's a completely fictitious, there was a crash in the kitchen. I'm hoping that Thor is okay. <laughs> if he's not, he's yeah. going to have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's okay. I think he's all right. Thumbs he went and got right ice and cream, on. and I'm really excited about this. Um, yeah, it, it. You know, I'm not Cinder. My Twitter account is a purely fictitious person because my online persona. So I don't understand why I have to have my real ID mm-hmm. to connect to that. So that's been really frustrating. Having said that, my Twitter integration hasn't worked since the Legion pre-patch. So. Nothing was really lost. (laughs) I'm not missing out on anything right now, but if they ever do get around to fixing that. Mm, Maybe. Um, So at the moment, okay, so this is something that's really bothering me right now is that other people have like, okay, the friends of friends list, how um, like they're getting like, oh, there we go. I do have a number. It's It's continually going up. Mine hasn't stopped counting how many friends are friends I might be interested in following. Um, it's currently... A suggested friends thing? Yeah. Yeah. So mine's currently at 2,550. I certainly cannot add 2,550 people to my list. Mine is at 3,609 and it stopped. <laughs> okay. Mine just keeps changing, so I don't know. I don't know 1, what's going on. 1,533. Hmm. 9,000? 1,933. I was going to say, that's crazy. Just because Cinder has too many friends, so six degrees of separation (laughs) are just going to explode her computer. It's not... (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not that. It's just, you know, I follow some people who have a lot of followers of their own. Oh, see, that's where it is. It's when... It's when someone's actually on their real name. Yeah, see, I'm seeing it all. Oh, wow. Oh, see, I'm going through this list of people who I've unfollowed in the past and they're coming back up again because of mutual friends. Mm-hmm. And I can see the people that have real ID turned on because it is specifically saying their gamer name and then in brackets their real name is after that. Yeah. yeah. And that definitely was not there before. I don't know. Do, and I think- do you guys have my real ID or not? I can't remember. No. Because we, I don't think it was, so. No. It was a choice because I have it active, but you never added my real ID, correct? You just added. My yeah, and I think that's, I think that's probably 
the difference. I guess you have to share it. But, yeah, I don't know. Other people would just say, well, I never gave them my real ID and they've been able to see my name. Potentially then if you defriended me, you would come up in the list because we have mutual friends and you'll be able to see me and my real ID because I have it. Only if you're friends with someone who has you on real ID. I'm pretty sure that's how it is. Okay, so that's okay. You know, I'm going to do a test. Neuro, don't take this personally. Okay, okay? I'm going to remove Robert. you as a friend. Yeah, yeah. And I've definitely got the Neuro on battle battle uh, oh, tag so because I remember when you changed it, list. I didn't realize. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> that is true. But see, I won't show up because I am not um, listed as wanting that. I've turned that off. I don't want people to find me. No, so be, if you look at one of me, the top. Yeah, you, you'd be one of the top. Mm. I don't know if I have it active even. Do I have to choose to have it active? I'm honestly not 100% sure. Because I don't think all of these people from these 3,000 lists are, would have added active in the first place. I don't know. I don't know, but you're not showing up in my list, okay. man. I'm not, not going to take it personally. All right. Depends on... See, the thing is it's also organised by... Um, Oh, oh. I guess so. oh. I'm gonna take there's also suggest me to there's a recently friends. played there's a recently played with section as well I've just seen where's that if you if you so if you um click on the view all friends of friends yep thing mm-hmm. and it'll friends. open up a window that says, shows you the full list yep. if you there's it actually has a drop down where it says friends of friends just click that heading okay and underneath that is a recently played with list mine's at zero because I don't play with people but Okay. Thought so that was I'm interesting. I mean, that'd be my, great if you update my setting then to say that I want to be suggested. Um, okay. Uh, uh, and we'll see. If so I come you've up. yeah, I've enabled. You've got the box ticked. Yeah. yeah. So I ticked okay, the, I'm going to so just quit out. It reset my battle yeah. net, um, so I went off and then came back on again. Okay. I don't know. I don't know either. I'm restarting mine to see what happens. We're, we're doing great radio. Sorry, guys. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> it's I think just it's interesting because we need to find out. I think out it's interesting as well. I do, I do think that it's interesting as well because, you know, it's, it's good to know how things are actually working mm-hmm. and um, what, what settings you're going to want for yourself to make sure that um, things go well for you. See, maybe it's not going to suggest you because I removed you. I don't know. That could also be another thing. And they were never friends again. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you type your battle net thing into the show notes for me? No. Okay, so fine then. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's his plan all along, guys. Oh, my God. Uh, oh my God. Okay. Right. The entire history of this show has been leading to this day. I've been well along. Thank you, Blizzard. <laughs> Mic drop. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, dear. Okay. Yeah. If only I could copy it. Like, that would be a useful thing to be able to copy it. Okay. All right. Now that's oh, kind of screaming. Did a cat Sorry. just get stood on? Yeah, that's cat's fighting against her, apparently. Oh, this is the best I show. Used to have- I know. <laughs> there you go. We have it's it all. It's even Zencaster. Oh, Incent. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. And then. Ah, oh, see, that's really interesting. It's not coming up with, like, it doesn't say this is the person that you're looking for. It just says, yep, yeah, and uh, you and you are a friend. I have to add you back to so, my favourites list. Oh, bless us in your favourites. That's so nice. I don't have anyone in my favourites. 
Okay, that's stupidly, I, I have Thor in mine. <laughs> Thor's my only person in my favourites and he sits right behind me, so I'm going to know when he's actually on. <laughs> well, he would know if he wasn't in your favourites list. <laughs> oh, dear. All right, well, we'll move along. Basically, the point is uh, there are some things going on with it, like, it's just a good opportunity for you to go into your settings and have a look and see what you have enabled and what you don't. And if you don't feel comfortable with the potential of somebody seeing your real name, don't tick the enable real ID box. And if you're not interested in um, finding friends of friends, then untick that box as well. It's completely up to you. Um, So we're just going to run through some things to do to like protect yourself. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, be safe. It's like the raincoat of the interwebs. Um, this is specifically for protecting your WoW account. So because one of the – I remember there was a Big Bang episode, Big Bang Theory, and Sheldon's account got hacked and he called the police and everything because he fully freaked out. And it was just – it was funny at the time because I hadn't really started playing very much, but I kind of understood a little bit. And anyway, you don't, don't be Sheldon. You know, be good. So don't share your WoW Battle.net login and password with anyone. It's like right there when you log in, like that one I see the most. Don't share it because it's bad. Um, another big one is to only download add-ons that come from a reputable source. Mm-hmm. Just stick with Curse. That's yes. the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it- so is mm-hmm. – no, go ahead. I was going to say Tuck UI as well is quite secure. It's quite well known. That's the yep. one that does help UI. Yep, yep, yep. So is there anything specific about Curse that makes it more reliable? Like do they delete add-ons that have been reported as being malicious or something? Okay. Or uh, When it comes to add-ons in WoW, they can only do what Blizzard says they can do. Yep. Now, the only thing that's been sort of outside of this is what our next point is, is weak auras. Mm. But that's just simply the way that the game interacts with uh, LUA code, Lua code. Mm-hmm. But Curse, its reputation is what gives it, well, yeah. reputedness. <laughs> it's very <laughs> reputable. Yes. <laughs> it's got the reputation for being rather safe. Um, it, obviously, there's been some malicious ads on some of their things before, but that's not really their fault. That's just the ad provider. So if you use like a ad block or pay for their services, you don't get ads yeah. and you're fine there. But like I said, Blizzard controls the sandbox. So Yeah. I mean, that was one of the first things that Thor told me was that if I wanted to get add-ons, do it through curse because you'll be a lot safer. And so that's just been my mantra for always. And LVI is the only thing that I get that isn't through curse. Again, though, that comes Um, from a reputation of being quite. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, um, that's a big one, I think. And the weak auras thing as well. So can you guys talk about that a little bit? Because I've only heard stories. So weak auras, for those who don't know, is an add-on that basically lets you write your own add-on code. So in-game. And add-ons are so very powerful within the game because they can just get around things that are otherwise annoying. But before they've made some changes, there was some dodgy stuff going on. 
So a particular weak ore that was going around and being used by scammers, they'd say you need it to raid with us for our loot system. They'd give it to you and it would automatically put all your gold in the trade window but not give you like the, are you sure you want to send this? It'll actually mm. automatically say yes to that. Mm. And that'd open up trade. The gold would go straight in. They hit okay. They've got all your gold. Yeah. And the functionality behind that is useful. So, for example, there is a weak aura that lets you buy stuff from the blood vendor without having to buy every individual one and hit yes for each one. Really? <clears throat> I've got an add-on that does it. It just lets it treats it like a regular vendor for me, so I can do multiples. But is that allowed? It's an add-on. It, oh. If Blizzard okay, wants the add-on to work, they can just break the functionality. Okay. Okay. But that's the sort of stuff that weak auras can do. It's just mm. that people did it maliciously with yeah, other functions. And that's just the, the functionality of the... That is... If you got went and got the add-on and installed it on your computer, it would not do that. You would actually yeah. have to add extra things to that add-on to make it do these malicious things. You have to create so, the code yourself, essentially. Yeah. Like, or or you can, upload the it's code. It's got, like, templates you can set up and things like that. But that sort of stuff is written specifically in add-on code. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you can import strings and stuff like that. So for me, I've imported uh, a series of weak auras for my elemental playing. So it's got all of my, all the doobie things. And I got that online, but I got it from a reputable source. I got it from Binkenstein, who is a very well-known elemental shaman theory crafter. Um, I know that he's not an idiot. So I use those without worrying and I think and one of the things that um the weak or add-on itself does that's really good is that when you do import a string it will highlight if there's custom code that's been put in there yeah that's and one it specifically of the says functions. yeah it's really good and it specifically says do you trust this source you may want to consider not using this if you don't yeah yeah so um yeah it use good down uh, use good add-ons be careful with what weak auras you're importing. And, I mean, I don't think it's just limited to weak auras either. I mean, I imagine there's probably other add-ons that can do similar things. Uh, yes. Like, you are right, though, that if there's something dodgy going on, Curse will go in there and we'll remove it if it's mm, completely okay. messed up what they're doing. <clears throat> yep. They have that sort of quality control. Yeah. But, I mean, to find those sort of dodgy add-ons, you'd have to go digging into the lesser-known add-ons because... Yeah, I mean, that's another, that's actually a really good point is that like when I go and try and find a new add-on to use, I'll actually see how many other people are using it first. And if it's like 20, I'll go, maybe I'll just wait for that one a little bit and Mm -hmm. see if it's still around next week with more people. Very likely there'll be a better version of it out there with thousands and thousands of downloads. So. Um, so the next thing is to make sure that you have an authenticator attached to your account. So that can be the little physical one or the phone app. You do it, you get a free pet. Yay! Mm-hmm. Free pets. Why I do mean, not a real life authenticator one. these days? Blows my mind. Mm. Well, yeah, I, I do think it's a little bit silly. Um, in addition to that, so when I was putting all these notes together, it pro- popped up saying um, about the SMS protection as well. And so I actually... Yeah, I did that. I hadn't had it previously, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do that. That's not going to hurt me. So, um, yeah, did that too. Um, Do you want to somebody else talk? Because I'm talking a lot. (laughs) Uh, Yep, go ahead, Claw. 
All right, I'll, I'll do it this part. You can do the next part, the big thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this one goes without saying because it's against the terms of service. Don't use leveling or gold buying services. So there's it's a big cycle when it comes to gold buying and things like that. You go, you buy the gold, you use your credit card, you get the gold for however long it takes till Blizzard takes it back off you. But the people you gave your credit card details to have your credit card details. Mm-hmm. They use that to buy up accounts, whether they buy new accounts or buy stolen accounts from, like, hackers. I use that term pretty loosely. And they use that card, and then they use that account to then farm gold one way or another, whether it's stealing it from the account that they bought or botting, things like that. Then they've got gold, which they then sell, get the credit card. It goes in a big circle over and over and over over like that. So... The best way to stop gold buyers is just not use them. There, there's ways you can get gold without having to buy it from the dodgy people. Go buy a token. Or play the game. I mean, that's that's why they brought the tokens in anyway, yeah. isn't it? Like, right. it was Part to help counter that issue. Yeah. But if you get caught doing that, your account can just be flat out banned. Mm. If, yeah. if the... Like, the only time you'll ever get banned innocently is if your account gets hacked because then your account gets hacked they see that it's being used for like gold selling they'll close it but often they look at the ip okay it was in china whereas two hours before you were in australia it, mm. it's obviously a little bit dodgy so that also comes with um having an authenticator because if everyone has an authenticator mm. the gold sellers can't get the hacked accounts because there aren't any so, and what happened to me when I got hacked one time is I didn't have an authenticator, but it was in the time when you had to have a physical authenticator and mm. Australia had like, uh, like you couldn't get them. You just couldn't yeah. have them physically. Um, and there was only a short period of time before the, the digital one came out. But in that period of time, they had an authenticator, uh, the hackers or whoever had got control of my account. Um, and then they added oh. an authenticator to my account. For which they had oh the authenticator. Oh, the bastards. So, it's just like... No! Yeah, so, when I tried to log in, it's like, put in your authentication code. I'm like, what? What authentication code? Wow. Damn you! Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. So, it was a lot of fish oh shaking happened on that day. Um, but, so, but Blizzard is great. So, they, they, they recovered yep. everything. And then I shortly oh, after cool. that acquired an authenticator. And yep. it never happened again. So Exactly. So, yeah, so as I was saying, Blizzard is really great about that kind of stuff too. They do have a lot of information on their forums. Uh, We'll have a link um, in the show notes. But it suggests things like scanning your computer for malware, keyloggers, and viruses. Your security software on your computer is important. Um, Like keeping your operating system up to date, all all kind of basic stuff to just sort of keep yourself secure on your computer rather than about um, Blizzard the game itself. Update Adobe Flash because it becomes vulnerable if it's not updated. Um, So uh, periodically reset your email password. Um, So that's your email that you use to log in or have access to your Battle.net account. 
So always, always, always keep that one secure because that's how they'll get in. They'll get access to your emails and they'll send an email to Blizzard and say, hey, I want a new password. And then they have your own. You know, it just goes from there. So um, also uh, reset your Battle.net password as well periodically. So whether it be the same time or a different time, just make sure that you're constantly changing those around to, to give yourself the best protection. Um, and then obviously have an authenticator as well is awesome. And as Sidney was saying, the SMS protection two-step verification thing can be applied to, is it both Battle.net and to your email account? Usually Google has that Post. option. Most email accounts these days allow. So for just email accounts. So is there an SMS protection for your Battle.net passwords, things like that as well? I believe there may be an option to step um, within your Battle.net I account. Got, I got a confirmation text that says, all it says is mobile alert messages are now active. So <laughs> I don't know what it's going to protect. I didn't read into it too much other than going, you know what, yep, I should have this. Yep. It On the SMS protect page, it does actually go through everything that it does cover. So just if, you're, if you've got the phone and you're interested in it, check it out. It does mention that if you are on a prepaid plan, it may not work. Um, they can't guarantee that it will work. But if you're on like a postpaid thing, then you'll be fine. Yep. And I think that more is just an artifact of when it, you had to pay to receive texts. Yep. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, so we've got In some... In the olden days. We've got some tips for staying safe online. Cinder, did you want to do a couple and I'll do a few? Yeah, so this is just a bit more of a personal level and not necessarily... I'm so sorry, my alarm's going off because oh I have God. to... I know, I know. Is it a specific reigns can... of Azeroth, like, alarm? Is it, like, neighing horses or something? <laughs> no, it's for me to take my medicines. Oh, um, okay. And also go join reigns of Azeroth, <laughs> which I'm going to be super sorry, late Spaz. for, but that's okay. It's okay. I messaged him already. I'm like, I'm really sorry, Spaz. We're very behind. Um, yeah, so this, this section is just about uh, your own personal safety online, so it's not necessarily just about WoW, but it does apply to how you may um, behave in WoW. So most importantly you're responsible for what you share online so you can decide how much you want to share or how little you want to share um the biggest most important thing here is please don't give out enough information that someone can steal your identity and then take all your money in the world that's just silly don't do that no not talking about wow gold we're talking about the real gold exactly exactly so uh don't share credit card information online like in chat things or anything or that's just silly don't do that um social security number which is i know that's an american thing but things like your driver's license and stuff like that anything that is like uniquely yours Mm -hmm. don't share that online um there's information in blizzard's privacy policy about what they're going to do with your personal information and it is worth having a look through that um that's something that you'll want to be doing for um, anything that you engage in online. And privacy privacy policies and terms and conditions on websites are the most boring as fuck things that you can think Mm -hmm. of. They are absolutely horrendously bad. But if you are concerned about how your information might be used, then read it. There's, you know, there's nothing else that you can really do if you're worried. Blizzard are pretty good. although I know some people are kind of freaking out a little bit with how much Facebook integration and stuff is going on at oh, the moment. And if you Facebook itself, I hate. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair enough. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff out 
on online, obviously, um, with tips for staying safe. Now, I came across one today and I am including this not to be patronizing, but because it was actually one of the first websites that I read that just said plainly and simply, these are good things to do and these are really bad things to do. So it's naturally targeted for kids, uh, but it was so good that I have to include it. So it's actually an Australian um, organization called the Kids Helpline. Um, we'll put the link in the show notes, but it's just got really great advice on what is okay and what is not okay um, with regards to staying safe online. Um, if you can't bear the thought of going to the Kids Helpline website, which is silly, they're awesome, um, the, uh, the Australian government has a an online safety website called staysmartonline.gov.au and that gives you a lot more information about the higher level stuff like how to protect your businesses and things like that as well. Um, and they've got a top tips section, which is really, really great, and then there's smartsafe.org.au. So they're all really good places to go if you're wanting, if you're like, oh, is it okay if I do this kind of thing, jump on there and have a look and they're bound to have an answer for you. But the very basic stuff is that you don't, don't go sharing super, super personal stuff. Um, I would hesitate to put in like personal addresses, for example, or phone numbers and things like that, unless it's actually people that you know, or that you've known for a long time. Um, but that's just me. Um, I don't know. Do you guys have anything else to add for that bit? Am I like overly, no. am I overly sensitive no. or no. underly no. sensitive? It's good. Yeah. Um, the next part is just about dealing with online harassment, um, because it does happen and it's really crap and it's worth just having a quick chat about so that if you are being harassed online, you actually know where to go to or what to do. Um, in those situations. Um, the number one point in all of this, that like all of the websites that I was going to to find information about this, the first thing they will say is remember that this is not your fault because this is bullying, it is harassment, and, you know, that's just not freaking cool. Not cool at all. It's not cool. So remember that it's not your fault and please don't feel like it is, which is really easily said than done. Um the next most important thing that gets said is do not engage or respond to the harasser because it may provoke them further. So if you're getting a troll saying stupid things and you start saying stupid things back, you're just feeding the troll. Um, Give them what they want. That's what they, yeah, that's exactly it. That's what, that's what they're doing this for. They're trying to get you upset. And, yes, they may have got you upset, but uh, don't let them see that. Um, um, it's, I just want to add one quick point about the first two points there. Yeah, go. Like you say, it's not your fault and don't respond to the harasser. But at the same time, don't put a stick in your spokes and complain when you fall off the bike. So don't call someone out and go off at them. And then when they start <sighs> responding kind, don't claim it as harassment because you've instigated mm. it. Or if they're swearing at you, you start swearing back. It's a mutual back and forth then. So in cases like that, particularly with Blizzard, they will not get involved if you're backwards and forwards. In fact, if they're swearing on both sides, you're both going to cop it. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, that it's definitely, um, you know, definitely comes into that part of not engaging with them because it doesn't help show that you're different. I mean, it eventually comes down to, well, he started it. Um, and that's not really going to get you too far. No, no. Blizzard will, if you put them on ignore and stop talking to them, don't respond. Don't even say, I'm putting you on ignore. Just ignore them straight up. Yeah. And yep. 
that's when they will start to treat it as harassment. And then if they keep creating accounts or characters to get around it, ongoing harassment. And they will, they will stuff them up. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So um, on that, take screenshots of the harassment. So take screenshots of the chat, keep them somewhere safe, make a note of the date and time if you can. And then report the user because if you report them, sometimes it deletes their text from the chat thing. It doesn't retrieve so, the chat logs though. Oh, okay. Like, okay that, just so you enough. don't have to see it. Like Blizzard stores that stuff and when it gets reported, it pretty much generates yeah, okay. a report yeah. file including like all the conversations and shit. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, report them. And, I mean, this this also not just for in WoW or, or Blizzard games or any game for that matter. It, this also applies to, like, uh, social media sites so like Twitter and Twitch and everything like that. Um, all of these websites have functionality within them for you to report harassment. And you must do, I mean, I shouldn't say must. It is incredibly important that you do because you may not be the only person that's being harassed for starters. Mm -hmm. And second of all, it's not the kind of shit that they should be getting away with. So um, make sure that you do report it. And if during the reporting process for any reason it doesn't block the user for you, then block the person after that um, so that you can't see any more of that shit. Uh, the most important part of this, though, is if you feel unsafe, if someone is saying things to you that make you feel like your life is threatened or that you're in danger, you need to go straight to the police. Um, you can't just let shit like that slide. Like if there's a real threat there, um, do something about that. And uh, check out the websites that that we'll put into the show notes as well. They're really helpful. Um, so I think kids have plans. Stay smart. In the US, um, Debauchery, thank you very much, uh, sent a link called crashoveridenetwork.com. That's a really great one to check out if you're being harassed online um, in the US. Um, but, yeah, there's lots of there's lots of resources out there if you're not having a good time of things. Um, but, yeah, it's all a bit sad to talk about. But it is it's something that happens and it's really important that people that do it don't keep doing it. Yeah, you can't just bury your head in the sand and pretend it doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Things are more likely to change if you can actively do something about it. And if you don't feel comfortable doing something about it, then talk to somebody who will help you. Um, you know, there's there's lots of people around. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, we asked we asked on Twitter if people had advice for keeping their stuff safe, and I, I love Spanky, I really <laughs> do, because it just says it cut and dry like it is. If you wouldn't say it to a stranger on the street, don't post it online. Common sense, really, and that is absolutely correct. If you're not going to run around the street yelling out what your credit card number is, maybe don't do that online. <laughs> That's it. So, yeah. Well. We've got so I know, much information. It's a like, it's a lot, I know. But it is a serious issue. Like, it's, yeah. a, it's a real problem. Um, and like we've been saying, you, you just got to, you can do something about it or get some help if you need it as well. So, mm. yeah. And look, I will say that um, it was a little bit difficult to find the information on the Blizzard website about protecting your account and things like that. Mm -hmm. I kind of wanted to see that stuff in an easier place. I don't know where, but I feel like there would be an easier place that it could go to. Um, so if we can, like, we can, we'll post a whole bunch of links on there. And if you know anybody else who's wanting this information, just share the blog post with them 
because um, maybe that'll be helpful for people. Yep. But yeah. All right. Well, do you guys have anything else that you want to say? It's no. I think no, we're. I think we're yeah, yeah, we're good. good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, I will do the outro doobie thingy. I love all the buttons. So much. <laughs> Um, if you want to say hello or suggest a topic for a future episode, please get in touch with us. You can reach us in the following ways. You can listen to the show on iTunes and Stitcher or on the website. The website itself is battletagged.com. Our email is battletagged at gmail.com. And on Twitter, the show can be found at battletagged. Neuro is at well, neuroscience. Chlor is at chlorothor. And I am at cinder underscore tweets. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We hope you have a lovely fortnight and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.